on this episode of the AIE podcast. Get ready for a most amazing race. AIE took over working class nerds. Celebrate Valentine's Day Morrowind style. Greetings from outer space. And we have Abavan, who's here to talk to us about AIE and Final Fantasy XIV. Hi! Hi! <laughs> All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to lucky number 313 of the podcast celebrating you, the S gaming community. The die has been podcast. I am Yukao. Greetings, guildies. And to my virtual leftish areas is Tatsemi. Live long and prosper. I think, yeah, I think that's how it goes. All right. <laughs> and to my virtual right is Mikala. Hey, guys. I have a dark chocolate raspberry pie and blueberry lemon croissant puff in the Guild Kitchen. And I can't eat either, so you guys have at it. Wait, I thought I finished that. There's more? Maybe. It's a magic, it's a magic refrigerator, honey. Oh, that's right. Yes. Very handy. And this week, we are joined by special guest Abovan, who you heard of earlier. Hey there. First off, every time I hear that intro, I, the first thing that pops in my head is, I miss you, Akuzad. <laughs> I agree. He's, he's extremely busy from what I've heard. Oh, yeah, he, is he is trying to take over the video world. Well, he needs to hurry up and invent another four hours in a day. Right? Yeah. We need yeah. Some what, 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 what's going on? You know? <laughs> but... Uh, uh, Oh, yes. that. We are, I am here to talk Final Fantasy later in the show. Yes. But for now, we're going to go around and see what everyone's real life has been like. So we'll start with Abo and see what's been going on in your real world. Well, what I've been doing. Uh, stuff. Playing video games. Uh, not playing video games. Uh, um, I've been doing those two things. Um, the Final Fantasy... Hype machine is in full force, uh, so we'll go over a lot of that later on here. Um, I got I dug up my new screen for those on the video feed. I have a screen. It's, it's very, lovely, very screeny. Uh, so it, it blocks off my very messy basement. So that's a plus. Um, things been going. Uh, other than that, I've been playing a lot. My a lot of my Switch recently as well. Been doing a lot cool. of. Uh, Switch gaming, you know, Smash is a thing. Um, it is. Diablo 3 on the Switch is extremely satisfying. That's what I've heard. That yes. is something that is definitely out there. And I mean, yes, I have Diablo 3 for my PC just as much. But be able to just pick it up and go. Yeah. And play and do, 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 do. Or you know, slay demon, slay demon, screen. slay demon. Uh, I can't. I can easily drop it in the, my little dock and poof, big screen. Um mm -hmm. Little kid crying, pick take it out. <laughs> you know, tend the kid, put the kid back down, need to stay nearby, play on the screen there. It works plays yep. wonderfully. Um I don't if doesn't feel like I'm missing frames or anything like that. So it's it's a, it's a great it's a great port, it's a great game to play there, among all the other, other things that the Switch gives you. Yep. Other than that. Final Fantasy is, is a good time, and we'll go over that real soon. 
Cool. All right, then let's go in order of introduction to Tetsemi. What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Well, uh, I'm going to, since you've got three raid teams, Mio, I'm going to talk about one of the ones you're on, and that is uh, the FERT team. We got Opulence down, so now we're four of nine normal. And I went from feeling very frustrated on the first boss because it just seems like the mechanics aren't quite there for yeah. how it should operate to you know now we just three tank it and blow through it and we're good and, and all three of my teams do that too it's just it's not yeah. worth the effort it's i don't know what the proper methodology is supposed to be um but it you know there's no i'm sure there's an there's a method to drop your stacks or do a tank swap but it just seems like you're inviting chaos if you do it's that it's not worth so, the effort it's honestly not yeah. worth the effort Exactly. So, and then once it was funny because we spent, you know, the longest time coming up with a strategy for that. And I think we one shot Grog. Mm -hmm. And then Jadefire was a little bit of, oh, wait, we can stack these. I thought we couldn't stack these. Let's just stack <laughs> them and, and mm -hmm. blow and go on those. And then we got to Opulence and uh, we were having trouble with the split teams the week before. Had didn't have a problem this time, and we got into Opulence's room and started working on Opulence. It's like, okay, okay so wh wh when's the next phase? And it's like, there is no next no, phase. It's it. this kill the ads, yeah. this kill the ads, and that's it. The whole yeah. fight. I'm like, oh, okay, this is easy. So if you get yeah. through the rooms with mm -hmm. everyone alive, you win. Got yep. it. Um, so yeah, so we did that, and we didn't even go poke at the next boss, so we're going to do that tomorrow night. No, we're not. I'm missing tomorrow night, yes. <laughs> which is why we're doing stuff. the podcast tonight, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but you might get home in time. Yeah, we'll have to see. So, I'll have to pretend to be you for a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to um, take a look at the, the fifth boss and hopefully the sixth boss uh, tomorrow night, and then... Uh, besides that, just doing the you know the normal dailies and stuff like that. I'm I'm rotating depending on the day between two and four characters through the the world quests. Um, I got sucked into Star Wars because it's a double XP week. Start not Star you Wars. Did. Star Star, Star Trek. Trek because yeah. it's a double XP weekend and it's free to play. So I downloaded it and I think my captain's ready level eighteen. Um, and has 400 of whatever the event things are. I think you need a thousand for the event. So, uh, having a lot of fun with that, uh, been doing my dailies and so tour and, um, playing a little bit of dragon age inquisition, but I just keep getting sucked back into, to other games. And then I'll let McCullough cover our Monday night D and D stuff. So, yes. Uh, so, you know, rolling dice like I do. Uh, didn't play much last week, but this week's almost back to normal uh, with, you know, I actually gamed earlier today with one of our, one of the tadpole groups I, I game with. But Monday night's been a lot of fun because we're kind of doing a fun kind of side adventure thing that got real interesting. Um, when we're, so we're on a, like a luxury airship on our way to a mysterious magic island um, that can, it's very hard to reach when a murder happened. 
And so now we're trying, and we can't move and continue on our mission until this murder gets solved. And they've asked they've us asked to solve this murder. So it's something a little different for D&D during a lot of investigation, questioning people, looking for clues, um, which Tetsemi did beautifully figuring out what the murder weapon was at the end of our game on, on Monday. That was dwarf luck. That was dwarf luck. That was great, though. Um, also kind of really fun, scary, kind of worrying is... Um, because our DM is doing a version of Forgotten Realms, but because she's not like a old school D and D player, it kind of she does not have that frame of reference, so she's changing it up a bit, which is actually a lot of fun. So like yeah, the gods is. really aren't as involved as what you're used to in the standard D and D world. And we, I, my character may have had a visitation from Tamora. Maybe. Maybe. Um, which kind of gave her some valuable information that she needed to know about, oddly enough, her destiny. Because if you know anything about tomorrow, she's the goddess of fate, but also there, you know, and luck. But also there's, there's a bit of destiny there. So, yep. But yeah, it was, it, it's been a good time and kind of using those non-fighting D&D skills, which is all, always makes for something unique. I was going to say, I'm sure the, the murderer ended up being an Azrite hunter looking for uh, Azrite on that island. There we go. Uh, well, we can't get to the island until the murder is solved. So. Oh, you're not even at the island yet. No, no. we Yeah, no. We're It happened on the way there. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, we were taking we the not... ship to travel to get there, and they stopped the ship until the murder is solved. Yeah. Uh, okay. And our uh, the woman who we're helping and is <laughs> uh, kind of bankrolling our our trip. Uh, she's like, yeah, we need to make sure that gets resolved so we can continue on our adventure. Yeah. Well, speaking of continuing on, let's start uh, digging into this week's news, and then we can go on to Final Fantasy fourteen. Hold on. What, what have, have you, you been, been up? Oh yeah. I'm driving a thing. <laughs> not even think about it. Um, all <laughs> kinds of things. So. Uh, um, for the most part, I'm not as deep into Fallout 76 lately. Uh, we're kind of giving it a break to give them a chance to fix a few more things. Because um, I, I do play with uh, Mrs. Mew. And uh, she's just getting frustrated because, you know, we're doing a lot of those uh, long quest lines. And, you know, it's yeah. not fun when the server disconnects in the middle of one of those long quest lines. Because the server just says, oh, we're going to start you over. And or when you're like, you have to go all the way north. And then the next plot points all the way south and you make it almost all the way south and you're like disconnect and you're all the way back north again. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You'd think that the checkpoint system would do something, but it's not. No, no there's no checkbox. There's no checkpoints. And of course it's all online, so you can't just click save. But right. uh, but yeah, it's understandably uh, been frustrating. So we're, we're going to give them a chance to fix a few more things. It's They're getting closer. Um, it's It's almost live. I would say we're still in beta. <laughs> Even though yeah. it's been down for a few months, it's it's still in beta, honestly. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, other than you know doing long quest lines, it's still fun. So yeah, <clears throat> looking forward to some of the uh, private server stuff they keep talking about and promising, so that we can get more of a guild focus in there and have a lot of fun as a group. Yeah, unfortunately, Sparrow lost his uh, his lakeside camp to a bunch of marauding players that were just going through servers and destroying camps. He had a uh, 
he had three water refineries set up near a lake mm-hmm. with a really nice really nice base and everything and apparently one night he didn't get the notification that the base was getting attacked until after it had got destroyed and so he couldn't even log in to do anything so mm-hmm. log in yeah no your base so, goes away when you log out well it he was yeah, I I don't know how Kenny Kenny will have to explain it. Hopefully okay. in two weeks. Yeah. Looking <laughs> ahead, um, but yeah, apparently he was either online in AFK or something oh, maybe happened deep in a dungeon somewhere, and yeah, and didn't get the yeah, and didn't get the notification. Yeah. Um, you know, and so we couldn't even call anyone to say, "Hey, come on and help defend the base." So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. It's it's back and forth, and and we're kind of hoping they're talking about um giving some pvp-ish servers soon we're doing oh, that'd be good yeah it's the heart they're calling it hardcore mode and that's to encourage the pvpers you you switch that on and then you're in your own little world and then everyone else that likes to play the game can play the game like you're supposed to so as a, as a co-op <clears throat> as opposed to a grief <laughs> yeah yes we're hoping all the griefers will go play that because it, it's supposed to align towards their their fun stuff but yeah but what they than, like to do yeah yeah. Other than that, um, you know, as we were saying earlier, lots of uh, Dazara lore um, battling for and what and, and such. Um, uh, seeing it from both sides because I do have the for now I have the raid team on the alliance side and I've got mm-hmm. the two on the horde side. Um, and yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. It's eye opening um, that the alliance isn't annoyed by their raid as much as we are. Um, really? Yeah, they so don't. Have- they do, they don't have Jaina popping around going. No. <laughs> No, it's you know, Jaina isn't mad at them and freezing them in their tracks and putting them well, in, yeah. in ice cubes and, and and just being all all around annoying. Yeah. Um yeah, they don't have to deal with that. Um yeah, it's just a, a little bit easier of a, a situation all, but I guess, you know, they're they're favoring the attacker in the situation. But right. well, one thing I noticed and, and I think this got brought up on Blizzard Watch or one of the other podcasts, they were talking about this and they said you have to remember when you're going through this raid and you switch to the other side, either the Horde version or the Alliance version, that you're seeing it from an unreliable narrator's point of view. You're getting it from the survivor's point of view. So what you're experiencing in the raid may not have been what actually happened. Yep. And that's going to be interesting once this is over and we see all the repercussions of it. Mm-hmm. What, you know, maybe we'll find out down the road what actually did happen during the raid. Yeah, cuz the big difference so, is is like you know uh, when the alliance my alliance t- side is a little bit further ahead. So they go through this the same order up until, you know, the 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 I think it what is it opulence. Yeah. But, but either way, it's like to them, it's it's a more solid experience because they go through, they 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 take on Rastakhan, and then they're done. Mm-hmm. Like, right. like they're done with the raid. They actually get on Griffins, they leave, they get on a boat, and they're sailing away. And then you yeah. talk to a dude saying, "Okay, so what happened with uh, the people that were you know slowing things down for us?" And then that's right. when they see Mechatork and Blockade and Jaina. So right. they they honestly feel a little bit more like a cohesive story. Yeah. Whereas yeah. the board, it's like, okay, let's do the first bosses. Oh, hey, the king's ha- is down. What happened? And then yeah. they they do this. So it's it's a little bit more disjointed, honestly. That's what it feels like. But uh, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's a good experiment. I like it though. Yeah. Oh yeah, they need to experiment like this. Although it's kind of funny. One of the people on my alliance side is 
really upset about being whored. Like he is. <laughs> well, yeah, because they, they don't want to attack Jaina. They don't want to attack exactly. Mechatork. Yeah. Yes. In fact, during um, during the trash fights, he, he's he's my co tank. He just sits over the side. It's like. <laughs> No, nope, I'm not. Sorry. I'm not participating in this. Nowhere explains. No, right now you're not your character. You are technically a horde person right now. No, I'm not. I'm just using the. <laughs> <laughs> He'll do the fights. He'll do the boss fights, and that's fine. It's, oh it's, yeah. It's just kind of funny. Just you know that, that there are you know really uh, horde uh, uh, cheerleader type people on the. Just as we have you know really excited horde people, um, alliance people are, are the same way. So it's just like you know don't want to don't want to harm Jaina. What are we doing? Well, I mean, it's got to be tough for, you know, like Frasley from Frazzlecast because, you know, he's the hugest gnome player out there and then he's mm-hmm. got to take on Mechatork. So. Yes. In fact, uh, my character got the Mechatork cloak, which is. Oh, not, nice. Which I don't get the bonus because that character isn't a gnome. But, right. You know, but that was it's kind of interesting. Yeah. For added. anyone that doesn't know, if you're a gnome and you get Mechatork's cloak, it has a hidden bonus, but only for gnome racials. Yeah, so. it, it reduces the the cooldown time on your gnome escape button by ten seconds. I think it is. Yeah, and so. the gloves he drops. There's he has, drops a pair of leather gloves, and it's supposed to make you go faster in an engineering mount. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but it's only the leather gloves from him. So yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. interesting. They're they're putting these little bonuses not just for for races but for professions too. Yeah, so which is cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's been uh, uh, most of my last two weeks is lots of uh, Desire lore, um, but then of course um, the resurgence of Final Fantasy fourteen, which we'll talk about a little later. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and one thing I d- I did want to mention, you remember how we used to complain about troll dungeons and troll raids? Mm-hmm. I haven't heard any complaint about the fact that it's a troll raid or, or the troll dungeons other than the difficulty of it, but not mm-hmm. the fact that, Oh God, it's another troll dungeon and like we used to have. I have a theory. It's because these Zandalari trolls are fully fleshed out. Yes. The trolls we were Probably, dealing yeah. with in the past felt caricatures. like yeah, caricatures, stereotypes. Like yeah. Just, it was so overdone. It was so one note. And then yeah. we get to Zandalar and then we see, it's a whole orchestra. Like there's all kinds yeah, it's of it's the whole culture. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the big difference. Like we're actually getting to see them. Di- and not only that, not only the Zandalari, but then they also sh- shown better lights on all the other trolls. We've been fighting all this time. Yeah. Giving them more flavor. Like them to be a little different, actually showing what the difference is between them. Yeah, exactly. So, but enough about Warcraft. Let's yes. get to, yep. except for, you know, what we were about to talk about in <laughs> A-I-E News. Alrighty, in community news, this month's community events will be in World of Warcraft. Of course, as we talked about in last episode, Ralph's Amazing Race will be Sunday, February 17th. So we have a link to the show notes, but it is on the AIE Guild blog. Um, and we will, uh, full details are there or listen to um, two weeks ago when we talked to Serena about all that fun stuff. And also, if you have any questions, of course, pop into the AIU channel and Discord and our uh, channel and find out what's going on and how you can participate. Yep. I think so. And in streaming and guild podcast news, uh, Working Class Nerds had episode 36, the AIE Takeover, which is not safe for work. Never. Nope. Never. And then further on, uh, well, this is probably talking about that. Yes, Marcus yes. and Nick. Um, have a WCN record for guests on the show. 
they have a joint. They were joined by Max and Sima and Tets and Ankenia, all to talk about everything involving the beloved guild. Yep. It was it was a fun podcast. Sounds like it. I'll have to get that one. Listen. All right, and then in Swotor Escape Podcast News, episode two seventy seven, Osis Daily Mission Tips. Uh, this week, Seema, Max the Gray, and Astromech EPC walk through the OSIS uh, daily and weekly missions in some detail and review tips and tricks for how, why, where, what, when to do them. Yep. Now. Do them now. Um, <laughs> and then in uh, Escape Podcast episode 278, how is Babby formed on Ord Mantel? <laughs> an interesting old meme. Yes. The memes were memes, actually. Um, yep. That week, Sima, Max, and es- the Eskrima EPC t- um, take the Jedi class story on to Ord Mantell and search out some of the babies we keep hearing about. <laughs> Before yes. you move on here, first, <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Max and Sima. 278 episodes oh, yeah. of, of the yeah. podcast. Yep. That's, yeah, a that's, lo- that's a lot. That is a lot every week. Yeah, it's crazy. Yep, there'll be 300 soon. I know. We'll have to see what they have planned for the big 300 because, you know, that's your conquest goal in SWOTOR. They got to do something big for 300, right? Yeah. No pressure, guys. I know you're in the chat room and all. They start a new new alt. Is that what it is? (laughs) Something like that. All right. And speaking of fun, mandatory fun nights where the fun is mandatory, but the attendance is not. Monday nights, we have Guild Wars 2 at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Tuesday, we have SWOTOR at 9 p.m. Eastern. Fridays, we have ESO and Final Fantasy XIV at 9 p.m. Eastern, although there is a rumor spread by some disingenuous person that the Final Fantasy XIV may be moving to a different night and time. Keep your eyes peeled to the forums. Oh, wait, we don't have forums. To Discord. Discord. (laughs) Discord. Always to Discord. Discord. It's... I know it's for the We just Discord. had to go check the forums for so long. Yeah, exactly. And Saturday nights, Star Trek Online is at 10 p.m. Eastern, but again, they may be looking for a new night. And New Braid in WoW is at 11 p.m. Eastern. That's when, you, if you want to hear Kidney Cuss, go to New Braid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, and in Nomad news, with Anthem Weekends and the upcoming launch, there's been a lot of Nomad activity in the game. Feel free to post on the at Nomads channel in the AIA Discord and look for folks getting active. I'm hearing a lot of great buzz. I know um, Ben the Mage is talking that he definitely has grabbed his attention way more than Destiny did. I know a lot of people are really enjoying it a lot. Yeah. I had a I had a buddy gig experience myself, but uh yeah. it, it just it's probably just because the the demo they, they were letting us use was like six months old. I keep hearing six weeks or six months, they're not sure what. Either way it was old. Yeah, but the the one that they did the very last week of the open demo, they actually fixed the at least the mouse and keyboard flying with the, the javelin. So I didn't hear that. I heard it was still as bad, but No, I I was in it, I tried it, it okay. it actually flew much better. So Okay, that's good. Yeah. All right. And also, uh, just a quick shout out to more Nomad stuff. Uh, Destiny 2 is getting a little bit more attention lately, um, probably because of their um, divorcing with Activision. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, they're getting a little bit more attention lately. Uh, There is a lot of chatter in the channels. Again, pay attention to Discord. Um, That's where we're all chatting. That's where you can get a hold of everyone um, and see what's going on. 
Um, in WoW news, uh, Wing 2 LFR for Battle for Dazalalor opens this week, so you can get a look at the next three bosses in the raid and continue the story. As we are Horde side, when you enter this uh, wing, you will be seeing it from the Alliance point of view, and your character and rationals will become an Alliance race, which <laughs> is very interesting, honestly. And, and <laughs> yeah, it's it's been fun. Um, like Tauren, Tauren Druids become Night Elf Druids. So now instead of having our, our stomp or our bull rush, you get to disappear. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> drop aggro. <laughs> yeah, do which is great. And I, I get storm form as a tank. Cause I get, I go from an orc to a dwarf. So yeah, I'm happy that's about that. Pretty useful. Yeah. 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 Um, and in raiding news, uh, it looks like a better late than never in Salus and a dead on arrival in Libertas are ranked in the top 10 as all stars on execution in old or normal difficulty on earth and ring. So congrats to them. In uh, similar news, um, get your crit together in Audacia and better late to Nether. Hey, we just talked about them in Salus. Um, ranked in the top ten as all stars for you know, old dear heroic difficulty on Arthur Ring. Yep. So, con- congrats to all those teams. They've been doing some good work. Um, yeah. And uh, just as a quick uh, aside as well, we are keeping track of uh, raid a- um, activity and uh, how far people are getting. Um, it is on the wiki. Um, check the uh, there is a raid announcements, or what's it called? Raid news, raid team news, and we are um, keeping track of uh, you know how far we are in the current raid. Um, uh, some teams are actually in heroic, um, doing they're not like full heroic. They're just kind of got their toes in it, just get some better gear because that those last two fights, whew, they are <laughs> blockade earns its name. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. If you thought that opulence's split was hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna have fun with blockade split. So, uh, yeah. and then on to Jaina. Like, I mean, we saw Method had trouble <laughs> getting yeah. Jaina down on Mythic. So it's she's just tough all around, I and mean, you would expect that she's Jaina. You know, you expect yeah. her kind of tough to work with. To work with. So, uh, so yeah, um, you know, keep an eye on it. Uh, the race to guild first, as um, I've been calling it, is still happening. So uh, you know, pay attention. All right. Uh... And in SOTOR news, the guild just hit level 12 on the Imperial side, which is awesome. Huzzah! And yeah, they capped out their, um, I think, the commendations for the week, so they're going to have to spend some more commendations and open that back up so we can keep getting more commendations to unlock more things so we can level up, so we can do more stuff. And uh, just a note about Mandatory Fun Night. Uh, they are taking a look at the mandatory fun night schedules, and they might be adding some more variety and some less common activities in the near term. Uh, rumor has it that February, da, 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 what is it? Oh, Tuesday, February 12th, is uh, they're releasing a new lair boss, which is very much like Taboro's Courtyard, where it's a one boss uh, instance and... Um, they're going to go ahead and uh, maybe plan a mandatory fun night around running that, depending on what side they're on. So uh, keep an eye on that. And on February 22nd, which is a Friday, there is a new mega event. And uh, check out the SOTOR channel in Discord for all the information on which side they're going to be on and what they're doing. I believe I heard something about uh, Datacrons, maybe? Possibly. Don't know. We'll see what it is. So, 
Oh, keep awesome. an eye on the forums on the Discord. Discord. <laughs> yeah, you keep going back in time, Ted. Wow. Discord, I, know. Yeah, exactly. I, I think I think the uh, beehive from when you're building your STO character distracted you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Wow. Our, and speaking of SDO, which Ted has been playing a lot of, I can confirm it is currently a double XP weekend. And if those interested in what's going on in the guild, we are currently focusing on upgrading the spires. And on next Sunday, 217, they're going to be running mandatory, mandatory fun night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Details are still being worked out. And there's a competition for a chance at the new ships for the, for the Miro Discovery. When a new starship that really brings the pain into Star Trek Online, the Mirror Discovery. That information is at uh, PC Games. Um, look for Star Trek Online uh, to get information about that giveaway. Very cool. And I see we talked about them possibly moving that M- 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 mandatory fun night. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, looks like they're going to try Sunday out and see how it works. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Indeed. Yes. And in ESO news, who is probably responsible for all this MFN uh, uh, swooping around. Yeah. 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 Hashtag blame Kenny. Yes. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yes. They're they're doing good stuff with it. So I think the other other games are like, you know what? Let's give this a shot. Let's let's give this a real good shot one Mm -hmm. more time. So, Um, But uh, uh, ESO is celebrating Morrowind. And that started on February 7th. It'll keep going until Monday, February 18th at 10 a.m., um, drops from resource nodes and all bosses will be doubled during the event and you get uh, double reward boxes from all daily quests in the zone and you can earn event tickets for the first world boss daily and delve boss daily each day. Uh, so a maximum um, of uh, two tickets per day per account. These tickets go towards feathers and berries for the Indrig mount. I know a lot of people are still working towards that. Yep. And back to space shenanigans. Uh, Eve... <laughs> Yes. So this is from uh, the the group in EVE. Greetings, space friends, and Happy New Year. We have a series of events that they're planning for all of February. For the first weekly event, they're going to celebrate the Lucky Pig. Everyone who logs on over the next seven days will have the chance to receive luck. Some activities may help sway the luck gods, to, so go on those fleets. And join in on space communism, space capitalism, and space, I don't know, Jainism? Yeah. Uh, sure. I'm gonna. Uh, he's going to be filling up Mimitar ships, rusty red-colored ships, and filling them with goodies to contract out to people randomly. Week two will be Fit Fleet Fitness. Try saying that five times fast. Challenge of the Skinny Pig. Just document your road to better health, whatever's medically advisable for all of us in different stages of life, in their Fit Fleet channel and receive something at the end of the week. Week three is going to be something, probably participation-based, thinking exploding pig, probably a red envelope fleet. And week four will be a chili recipe cook-off, pork-based. Naturally. <laughs> of course. Right. Hey, guys, we have Lotro news. In fact, you not, you need to uh, make sure you set your calendars on this one. On, by calendars, I mean watch, because it's in a few minutes. Um, Saturday, February 9th at 9 p.m. server time, or about 15 minutes after we end, uh, they'll be running everyone's favorite content, Epic Battles. They'll be starting with the War of Gondor, retaking uh, Palagar, and you're probably asking, what are the requirements? Great question. Um, you need to be at least level 10 and have the Helm's Deep expansion. Great and patient attitudes, of course, A+. 
Um, and everybody is invited to attend. So that is literally tonight, about 15 minutes after we stop talking. So let's get talking. Woo! <laughs> like, well, like we've not been for the last 35 yes, minutes. Yes. But let's talk about what's the, you know, our, our guest. Let's not have him more of a chance to talk. Yeah, he's been uh, too quiet over there. Which is weird. Yeah. He's a father of twins. He knows quiet is suspicious. Yes. That's why I'm in the basement right now, and the kids' room is two floors above me. <laughs> relevant, good, good yes. planning. Yeah. I like my basement so much. I make sure that my house had a basement. That was a key to buying the house. But anyway, mm-hmm. something, 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 something. Shadowbringers! It's Woo-hoo! the new expansion for Yay. Final Fantasy 14 coming out this summer, July 2nd. But if you pre-order today, you can get early access on June 28th. Awesome. All right. So yeah. What do we expect from Shadowbringer? Um, shadows. Uh, Ooh, cool. And you got to bring it. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. All right. I'm out. Wow, that was yeah. a show. Bye. Wow, yeah. Abbo, this has been lovely. All right. So uh, that's <laughs> no. So um, there's uh, so it's a, l- a little bit of a the way that I'm interpreting it uh, from the um, teaser trailer I'm putting out is almost like a ch- like a change in type of theme almost. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the, the music changes it, uh, up there. It's a little more. Uh, a little more edgier, a little more darker going on here, but uh, but a little more, um, but also a lot uh, getting away from like, um, I go techno fantasy into more of like a high fantasy type vibe. Okay. Is what I've been seeing from the previews. Um, you know, they're go- you know they're adding in uh, like a fairy beast tribe, which is more you know fairy, not with a Y, but with an uh, uh, IE mm-hmm. type fairy. Right. Um, they're adding. They're adding dwarves, but not the uh, not the uh, you know the Scottish dwarves, but more like a uh, uh, rally uh, type ones. Uh, for those who played um, Final Fantasy four or two when we were kids, mm-hmm. um, those types of dwarves. Also, you know, kind of like the ones in Secret of Mana, you know, going way 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 back. Kids, if you haven't played those games, you should. They're great games. <laughs> Uh, there is a um, the, the current teaser trailer. Uh, they add a little bit to the teaser trailer on, on each fan fest. Yeah, the current are... teaser trailer, as of today, is going to be in the show notes. Um, go look at it. It's very. Co- it's actually very cool. Yeah, we're um, currently two of three of the fan fests. They've done yes. the U.S. one. They've done the European one. They they tend to save the really good stuff for the Japanese one, um, but that's when they'll fully announce everything, and you'll see the full of everything. Right, and there's normally there's um, there's a lot of um, forecasting, a lot of what's the word I'm looking for, uh, foreshadowing, foreshadowing uh, that happens in the uh, in the previous patches, and probably they probably can't announce something without spoiling something in the last patch. Mm-hmm. That's they've done that every time so far, where they you know they, they drop the bomb. And, mm-hmm. and, the oh no. <laughs> and cool, I, you know, this is a completely side moment here, but I totally see my reflection in Hughes' uh, uh, picture frame behind. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I was saying that too earlier. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah, because it has like a, a split second after I actually do the uh, motion. Yes. But anyway, <laughs> the you can see the the lovely Stormblood. Yes. Uh, picture I have in the man. Yeah, you're gonna get that. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna get to replace the Shadowbringers poster as soon as we get our hands on it. <sighs> Uh, we can talk about my thoughts on it once you're done with the uh, info dump, but uh, okay. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right. We are getting a new class, mm-hmm. uh, at least one. We're probably going to get more more than that because, again, more fan fest to work with here. 
but we're getting a gunbreaker class or job rather a gun baker. Mm-hmm. So um, think gun <laughs> in a sword in sword form, mm-hmm. but you're a tank. So you go around slicing, slicing, bang, 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 slice, 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 bang, bang, bang. I'm a tank. One of, one of these things if for those <laughs> that have the uh, the video version, but it is, is a full on blade, but you can shoot with it. So, you know, it's, okay. <laughs> just weird. Yeah. But that's Final Fantasy or Ruby for those yeah. that know what Ruby is. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah, it's it's been around for a while, and it's interesting that we're just now getting the class because technically the Imperials have kind of had this whole gunsword thing going for a while now. Um, so yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how they how they bring it in, how they actually explain where this is coming from. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, the next note is out of order. I'll get back to that uh, in a little bit. Um, 24-man raid. Um, was What was re- really cool on the last expansion, Stormblood, is that it was a... It, these 24-man raid was called uh, Return to uh, Ivlis, mm-hmm. the Ballast, depending on who you talk to. Um, but they actually had the designers of uh, Ivlis back in the day design the raid encounters for Final Fantasy fourteen. Well, they're going to follow the same suit in in, in Shadowbreakers. Here, they're going to have, and uh, I apologize if I butcher the names, but here we go: uh, Yosuke Sato and Yokotaro. Is that close? Pretty close. Okay. Yosuke Saito and Yokotaro. Okay. Yes, but uh, yeah, they are the makers of a fun little game called Near, and specifically Near Automata. Yes, and uh, our 24-player uh, raid that we're going to have in Shadowbreakers is Yorha uh, uh, Dark Apocalypse, uh, which is going to be based around uh, uh, Nier Automa. And that was uh, a very, very cool aesthetic, and I'm, I am looking forward to it. Yes. It's a, very- a ridiculously large sword she has. Yes, and that's yeah, and that's the one that, that floats around with her. She has an, and also she's holding a large one, and she has one that floats no, around. Wow, yeah, yeah, I was talking about hold, the the one she was holding. Yeah, yeah. the, yeah, the, the floating one one's not bad her, either. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, I mean, this is a, yeah. I mean, what I mean, WoW has the extremely large shoulder pads. Final Fantasy has extremely long swords. It, you know, it works yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, and it's 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 interesting because Near Automata is actually like the dark timeline of Near, which is the dark timeline of a series I think called Dragon Guard. So like, yes. you are so far down this rabbit hole. Of <laughs> going on. Literally, yes. Oh. Well, no, no, but, that, but yet spoiler, you still haven't spoilers. scratched the surface of <laughs> Kingdom Hearts three. So you know. yeah, oh no, yeah, yeah, no, no. That's that's we could take two podcasts trying to talk about that and not be done yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, uh, they you know from the uh, little teaser that they did, uh, they said it did. Um, there's enough content in this in this raid set uh, that it could be treated like a uh, almost like a sequel um, in the in the near franchise. And that's so, that's how the the designers say, say they're intending to do it. Is it's essentially a sequel to Near Automata, which gotcha. is pretty cool. That's pretty in, cool. in Final Fantasy's realm of existence. Canon. Yeah. Which yeah. makes me wonder if they're going to somehow incorporate some kind of bullet hell um, mechanics, because that's a big part of Nier and uh, I think Dragon Guard too. 
this where not only is it hack and slash, but you have a little something or other shooting at stuff too. And you're oh, okay. all this kind of this, and that, that's that's what it is. Is you're shooting at things while things are shooting at you, and that's a big part of the game. And it's um, in Stormblood, uh, they actually introduced the ability to shoot. Um, yes. And so, and then they they further expanded on that for um, in the Golden Saucer for an event called Air Force One, which is kind of yes, fun. yes. But, uh, that's actually a lot of fun. I've actually yeah, done that one. It's, I do it every time it comes up. It's just so fun. But yeah, and it's also easy points. Yes, of course. They made it. They made it not difficult on purpose. Yeah. So anyway, more things in in um <laughs> more things. Uh, try this again. More things happening in Shadowbreakers. Mm-hmm. We got a new race, the Viera. Um, do you like bunnies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at this picture going, He's really? a little bit like Playboy that's, Bunny. That's just, yeah. the, that's that's, just the start of stuff. That's, that's, uh, just, that's, their, that's their shock and awe picture, honestly. Uh, that is one character from Final Fantasy, I think it was um, 12, yes. had that okay. out. That's yeah, the only him. reason why they're wearing it. That's the only okay. reason. One character from their race happened to wear that. And, and they used uh, it as the, as the promo picture. Okay. Yes. yes. They do that have regular your... clothing. That will <laughs> okay. be... The uh, the outfit you like your racial outfit because every class has a racial outfit that's right for that that you're like your starter level one stuff that mm-hmm. as soon as you wear uh, you, you know you get your your plate of awesomeness it go you know right. all that crap goes away right. once you glamour into it which there's always there's always that one person running oh, yeah. around you know the you know the bikini tank that, and it, it works and that's that not they'd functional armor a, no no well they'd be dancing on a you know mailbox yeah right. Yeah. And and just to remind you, Final Fantasy fourteen is equal opportunity gender wise because you will see males wearing a similar outfit. Oh yeah, no, I've yes. seen the male version of that outfit. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes, there is a <laughs> yeah, there is a uh, you know, essentially the Playboy buddy for for guys. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. yeah. And um, um, and there are some guys to... <laughs> that look absolutely fabulous in this game. I, you know, that's, that's that kid. Oh yeah. Show. Yeah. So, so as a complete aside, momentary break. If somebody wants to join the Final Fantasy, uh, what Free is company. it? Pre company. Free company. Who do they? Who do they talk to? How do they do it? Uh, right now, just um, you roll a character, hop in a Discord, hop down to Final Fantasy, say, "Hey, I got a character I want to join," and we'll get you in. Oh. And if you can get to our faction house. You can actually apply at the plaque for the house, saying that I want to apply to this guild. Yeah. So even if none of us are online at the time, you can still apply for it, and then we can get you in that way. Yeah. Um, it's also possible to, if you find someone in AIE who's just like AFKing around, you could actually click on them and go into the, uh, the their free company profile and apply that way too. Okay. So cool. there, there's there's ways to do off you know, yeah, asynchronous invites. I like to call it. Okay. Yep. More things to get. New Game Plus, which means uh, previously, once you did a really cool um, solo event, that was it. The only way you could yep. do it is is by... To do what I do. Yeah. <laughs> well, no character? Yeah, I've got six or seven characters, all at different states in the MSQ, just so that I can relive all those different parts, because they are really well done, and it is a yeah. shame you get to do them once. Yeah, well, but coming up, you can do it again. Yep. Awesome. All right. So fun. Uh, next up, trust. So this uh, this uh, they haven't gone too much on exactly how it's going to work in fourteen yet, but in eleven, 
you can actually um, call up a uh, acquire a spell to call up a, a NPC buddy. Uh, it was normally like a copy of a some sort of notable NPC, and he'll fight alongside of you, like be part of your party, be a replacement for a human, right? Um, replacement for an actual player. Um, now that's how it worked in eleven. How do how does it work in fourteen? Eh, don't know. <laughs> but um, but they say it's going to be not too far different, honestly. Right. So we're waiting for details on that one. So, but you are going to get fan favorites like uh, Ishtola and uh, I think Thancred is also on that list and yep. uh, um, Iranger with this crazy yep. French name. Um, but uh, yeah, those are just the ones they've they've teased that you'll be able to have in your little little party. So for once, you actually get to fight with your fellow scions. In, in you know dungeons and whatnot and out in the world, but uh, yeah, that that looks like it's going to be a lot of fun for those that can't get a full group together to do stuff. Yeah, uh, so we're looking forward to seeing how that's actually going to shake out in, in practice. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and there's going to be more to reveal in the Tokyo Fan Fest, so we're waiting for that. That's happening. I don't have the date in front of me, but in the future. Yeah, we're waiting for them to announce one more class. They've been teasing us. It was kind of funny to watch the uh, uh, to to watch the fans screaming at them through virtual means and even in, on the <laughs> stages, demanding that they re- announce it. it. This was in Europe. They're right. saying, you know, "Announce dancer," because that's everyone assumes it's going to be dancer, right? Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, it's there, there's a lot of hype for it. Um, and in Tokyo is when they're finally going to to tell us what that extra class is going to be. Um, but uh, they gave us Gunbreaker for now, which is fun. Right. Oh, and now, by class, you mean job, right? Oh, see, I always get this two um, mixed up. Yeah, it, w- it would be a job. Class is supposed to be your starter. Job is yeah. your advanced class. And, blah, and blah, they're blah. skipping okay. it. Yeah. For, the, for all the new stuff they're doing now, they skip the job. They don't do the no, beginner job class. anymore. Oh, they skip, skip the class. class. Uh, so I got <laughs> use it again. But, In standard RPG speak, it is a class. Yes. Right. Okay. And, then, and then the class can have different jobs. Kind of like um, the 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 arcanist can be a summoner or a scholar. Those are two different jobs okay. for the, right. the class of arcanist. But but in this case, it's one, one path. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But but in the new the new ones are are the the job only. They don't have a class. Okay. So yes. gunbreaker it... starts at sixty, or they're thinking sixty. Samurai, which we already have, started at fifty. Red mage started at fifty mm. uh, because they just they felt that they didn't need to have that starter class. But you have to have a character at 50 to unlock yes. those other classes? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But it doesn't yeah. matter and which. And like a certain level, a certain... Um, uh, yeah, be a certain part through the, the main story, story quest line. Yeah. have to have the right expansion pack purchased. You know, that sort of stuff. Yes. Gotcha. So, okay. But speaking and... of of jobs, there's yes. one job that that is available today that came out a couple weeks ago. Uh, that is not part of Shadow Breakers. It's again available right now. It's the Blue Mage. Yay! Blue Mages are is is a limited class. You can only, only go up to level fifty right now, mm-hmm. and it's um, works a little bit differently. Um, so you see this monster that has this really cool skill, right? This really mm-hmm. cool like, thing, and if it's on you know on your list of learnable skills, you know, run up to that monster get hit by said skill and eventually it says action learned. Right. And now ah, you have that. Okay. So you have said actions, almost like a, like you're mim- mimicking that skill. Right. Um, so you can uh, earn that ability and then 
go Learning right skills out. through date through getting bashed in the face. Got it. You pretty much, yeah. You know, learn, wow. learn by getting you know punched in the face or being um, uh, exploded or whatever case may mm-hmm. be. Um, yeah, yeah, they uh, that really takes me back real quick. EverQuest, that's how you learned a different language. You had to group with someone, and then you had to talk back and forth. And the more you talk back and forth, your skill in that language went up, and then eventually you learned that language. Immersion language. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, kind of a cool so, thing. Yeah. L- learn by being being punched in the face. or yeah. uh, Exactly. First, uh, first yeah. bunch of skills um, uh, involved uh, suicide skills, like, you know, like Final Sting, do massive damage by killing yourself. Oh wow! Or how yeah. about self-destruct? Do massive damage by blowing yourself up. Oh, how <laughs> or, or tail screw, where you had to survive being hit to one hit point somehow <laughs> through dumb luck. Yes, yeah. pretty much. Or you know, a, a very very good healer. <laughs> or, yeah. or hope it was a turnip. Anyway, um, yeah. Sorry, wild pet so, joke there. Yeah, wild pets, battle pets. So we are getting more patches. In the mm-hmm. game, you know, they're, they're um, more patches, more patches. Yeah, so we're still getting the uh, grand finale of Stormblood. Uh, that's coming up. We're in patch four or five right now. Four, um, four or five, five is going to be coming out next week. So we're going to have some extended maintenance uh, coming up. It's a um, not a huge patch. You know, we're just going to be getting some more uh, Eureka stuff, which is the little area which which you grind up your your super weapon and other gear. And a Rival Wings update, which is a PvP zone that's very MOBA-like, where you actually have like your little streams of of bad guys go kill the towers, then go kill the core, but in a MMO style gameplay. Very um, cool. Other fun things they've added. Mm-hmm. Uh, the they added a uh, Doma Mahjong, which is like ja- the Japanese version of Mahjong, which is not. The solitaire version. Yeah. Very the big actual, difference. Uh, huge. One is the addition of three other players. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's it plays, uh, to me, it plays like a combination of like poker and gin rummy. Does that sort of make okay. sense? You, you sort of have, yeah. you have a collection and you can sort of like build off other th- things and you have to say, haha, look at me. I got the best hand. Haha. <laughs> to the rest of you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and while you're building your hand, you're discarding to to the table. Others can grab it and do stuff with it. Yeah, it's it's a very in depth game. I still haven't had the time to sit down and fully figure yeah. it out. Back in the DOS days, I actually had a, a version of of that that I used to oh, play yeah. all the time. And they actually had a an, the hardcore version of the game uh, of like a hardcore mode of that game was all the tiles in the mi- in the middle your your discard tile that you build off of. Mm-hmm. Well, you sh- you show the tile to everyone. And then you put put the tile face down, so then you don't. So you have to remember what's right, on the table. John <laughs> plus memory. Yeah, um, yeah, that would be uh, not good for me. So it's definitely not now. <gasps> the next thing that's coming up in a future patch, and this is a something pretty talk, uh, important to talk about, is the data, the data center shuffle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now we have two U.S. data centers. Uh, we have Ether and we have Primal. And currently we are in the Ether data center. Yep. And now the, the data center is defined as a bunch of servers that are together that, that share the same um, grouping capabilities, right? So when you go into the duty finder or the group finder or party finder or whatever, 
the people that you get paired with are from people from your data center. So we are on Goblin right now. There may be some people from Mateus on there. There may be some people from uh, from Corel. Um, all in the same. You get paired with those people. Well, soon there's going to be a third data center created, but they're going to be pulling people, uh, pulling servers from the two existing ones and to create this third one. Right. And uh, we are currently on Goblin. Uh, Goblin is one of the servers that is slated to be moved to this new data center called the Crystal Data Center. Uh, how that impacts us is that if you uh, do cross-realm parties with other uh, groups and if they are no longer going to be in the Crystal Data Center, um, you're going to have difficulties uh, grouping up with that. And by difficulties, I mean you're not going to be able to group up with them. Right, right. Uh, however, we are going um, in the Crystal Data Center. Um, we are getting some pretty um, serious pipeline servers in here. Um, you know, uh, Balamug is a huge server. Mateus is quite up there as well. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on on those servers. So we're still, we're still going to have a very large pool of players to pull from, from having still a, a very tight knit goblin community that we're in currently, uh, which is, you know, people on goblin know each other. It's, it's mm-hmm. really cool. Uh, but we're going to have access to these other communities as well. Mm-hmm. Um, now when this swap happens, something else we're going to be getting is uh, the ability to travel fr- to any other server within your data center. So you're, you're going to have a home world. So Goblin's our home world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's say there's something happening on the uh, Malboro server. You can just go go to a, what, one of the home crystals, click on swap, poof, you're on the Malboro server. Let's say there's someone, you're currently on, um, you're on Goblin, and let's say there is a line to kill this one mob you need for a quest. Well, you can just hop over to another server in your data center and, fi- and bo- poof, no line. To kill adventure quest, so there's advantages, all right. Um, and you can freely bounce around. So I'm kind of thinking similar to the servers in Guild Wars 2, it's kind of like that, yeah, where you can just bounce around. We in, um, so yes, there may be some people inconvenienced uh, by the ser- by the data center swap. Um, uh, however, uh, from talking internally, uh, we in AIE, we are not going to be moving servers uh, due to this um, server swap. We are going to remain on Goblin. Um, if you're going to be playing this game and you want to play with AIE, I would still strongly recommend play, uh, rolling up a, a character on the Goblin server. That way you can come to the house, you can you know, hang with us and, and, and things of that nature. Um, that w- Goblin will continue to be the home of a late S in Final Fantasy. Awesome. And if you still, for some reason, have a character that you haven't transferred from Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh is staying in Aether and Goblin is going to Crystal, which means if you need to move stuff off Gilgamesh, you should have done it a long time ago. But if you wait a little bit, um, they are saying that they're going to do what they can to make it free, at least for a short time, for those that are being affected to move around. Yeah. So if you are still on Google Mesh, wait until they actually start to officially announce it, which we're, we're expecting they'll probably do it at the Tokyo um, version of the FanFest. Mm-hmm. You know, when they announce the times, they're going to say, okay, now you can transfer you where you need to be. Uh, that should be free. <laughs> so if you haven't done it now, probably wait until then. But then, you know, once that's it, you need to make sure you're, you're moved where you need to be because you will be on two different data centers. Okay. Okay, two more items, and then we'll wrap things up because we're getting close. To, or we're getting, we're going up against it here. First off, um, 
just just say yes to the answer to these questions here. So, do you have an Amazon Prime account? We do. Yes. Okay. Um, have you heard of this thing called Twitch? Yes. How do you know that you can link your your um, your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account and make it a Twitch Prime account? It is. Okay. Mm-hmm. With that said, you are now eligible to get a free copy of Final Fantasy XIV Starter Edition uh, as part of your Twitch Prime membership. Awesome. So I that, did what, not what need get... to know that time sink. <laughs> <laughs> so what it's getting you is is uh, essentially a twenty dollar game, right? So the, yeah. uh, the start edition is twenty bucks if you went out and purchased it. What you get is um, levels one through fifty, and all the patch content, um, and, so, and, and essentially everything before you buy any expansions. And then uh, when, when then you you don't have to buy the complete edition. You don't have to buy the expansion the expansion here. And if you buy gotcha. if you buy Stormblood, you get Heaven's Ward. Um, if you, uh, if you, um, get, if you get the base game and then you don't play it until, um, until, um, um, shadow bringers come out, you buy shadow bringers that, um, when it, when it's out, everything, it will unlock everything and uh, that and back. If you don't get that and then get shadow bringers, you won't be able to play heaven's ward until the head starts. That's one one of the things that their their Twitter account pushed out. That's just one of the rules. Yeah. All right. So, but you you can play the full game. Uh, you, know, it, you know, just like you bought it, so you get the game and you get thirty days of, uh, of free time just for having the Twitch uh, just for having a Twitch Prime account. Uh, which means yeah, you can because roll it hit, is still a subscription based. It game. is a subscription based game. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, worth every penny. Oh yeah. No, I'm just um, I'm, I'm making sure people aren't assuming it's a buy once like Guild Wars 2 and then you get to play until... Definitely. Yeah, I'm yeah. still trying to get you guys to play. Because I think you I should. Know. <laughs> the the <laughs> problem is I've seen and McCullough's played with the, the dress, you know, the character creation. I mean, that's like 15 days out of your 30 right there just to get the character right, the way you want character it. right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not wrong. <laughs> well, we, we, were, we were talking about the, uh, the in-game um, wedding package that they have, the eternal bonding stuff. Uh, there's oh. multiple packages there, including like multiple types of processions and oh yeah, oh yeah, oh it, it, it's so much fun. It's um, ridiculous. So, and one more free company note before I wrap up my section here of, yeah. of the show um, is the free company post Valentine's Day calamity, which means uh, get get your tunes refreshed. We want to do a little bit of a clean, uh, of a guild cleanup. Mm-hmm. Which means we want to get rid of um, any uh, tunes that are more than 180 days offline. Okay. So uh, log in, say hello, log out if you don't have time. But we love the we love we love to run some dungeons with you. We love to love to help you out. But if you only have time just to log in, log out, that's fine. Any character over 180 days offline, alts, officers, don't matter. If you're above 180 days or more. Heepo. Now, if you if if you can always log that character back in and ask for an invite back and we'll give it to you. Yeah, we just want to you know just coldly you know we just want to trim the hedges a little bit you know get a nice uh, clean free company here before we start um, you know you know moving forward with some plans that we have here. So 180 days, you know all I'm asking refresh your characters. Come on in if if you have a reason why you can't you can't log in for that. Let us know. You know then, you know I'm sure we can make a make it you know make exceptions, but. The easiest way to take care of it, just log in. 
And once you are logged in, if you're curious where the uh, FC house is right now, we are in the 10th ward of Shirogani. I have it here on the screen for those looking at the video. Uh, we mm -hmm. are in the 31st plot on the little star there. It is a, a lovely place. Yes. Um, are we still looking for uh, a permanent decorator slot? Interior yes. Decorator? Yes. We need an interior and exterior decorator. Pretty much, yeah, I need a housing manager because mm -hmm. uh, my housing skills suck. <laughs> um, I, you know, I have my 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 room looks horrible. Looks like someone, <laughs> you know, barfed all over it. Um, so, <clears throat> if you're an experienced, uh, an aspiring interior designer, you know, we'd love to uh, to hear from you. You know, help to help out. You know, design the house. You know, make, make adjustments from the seasons and the new things that come out and so forth. And this is the house you have to work with. Oh, it's beautiful. It's very Shirogani. Yes, but there, but there, there are other, um, like faceplates styles. Yeah, yeah, to make it yes. look completely wacky. Yes, but uh, we just when we moved to Shirogani, we wanted to at least start with the Shirogani look. So yeah, there is a chocobo house you can make. Yep, and it's very scary. Yeah. <laughs> With the right lighting, it, looks, it can look like a house of horrors. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, we would love to see you guys. We would love to see everyone, one of you guys here. Some, um, you know, at least seeing the base game. You know, it's free. You know, because a lot of us have Prime accounts. You know, it's you know, Amazon rules the world. <clears throat> Even if you want to quit Amazon, yeah, chances are you're not. So yeah. you might as well just give in. Yep. And, you know, Bezos owns all. <laughs> And AWS is awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right, that's what that's what I have this week. Um, any you know, any questions? Come on down to the Discord channel, uh, FFXIV. Um, feel free to ask any questions. Um, you, you know, especially if you're, uh, you know, not, not, not to say there's uh, that there's a lot of these, but if you're a WoW refugee, and you know, we love to you know show you around here. There's if you like the rating, there's tons of rating. If you like the uh, the non-combat activities, there's tons of those. You can uh, well, what Muse looking at right now is one of the mini games we have in the house, which is like a little um, um, like a little punching game. Yeah. And this comes from the Golden Saucer, which is uh, I did want to very briefly touch about um, for those that are that know about the Golden Saucer. It's a little, sort of a fake gambling um, area where you can, can gain uh, their version of the Golden Saucer points. To get all kinds of fun stuff, uh, clothing, um, you know, uh, weapons to, for for transmog, essentially, and uh, they are definitely going big time into it, making it very easy to get their points, so that you can get all the fun stuff over there. But uh, I, I highly recommend it. Um, they now have a weekly transmog contest where you mm -hmm. have to fit the theme that their their NPC gives you. Uh, I actually happen to be wearing an outfit that I used to to win it. Um, very nice. Yeah, so it's and it gives you if you get above eighty percent points on that that game, you get fifty thousand plus another ten just for participating. So even if you don't win, you get ten thousand, which is a lot. Um, but they have really cool mounts there, uh, really cool outfits. I mean, it's it's pretty cool stuff in there. Um, I'm in there pretty much every day trying to, to earn the points in there, and they're making it easier than ever. Uh, you know, on top of all the lotto stuff, the, the, they have like scratch tickets kind of thing going on. It's, it's you know, it's a lot of fun stuff just to distract you from you know, the rest of the game. Which and, is, you know, and if you want, violence. <laughs> yeah, and and if you want story 
It's got stories for days. Oh, yeah. And you are a huge part of the story in this one. You are not just a mercenary. Um, You are like basically the main character of this story. You are helping save the world. And um, we're not watching watching Thrall save the world or whoever save the world. We are saving the world. Your character is is the one saving the world. Yep. Yep. With Midgar Swimmer on your shoulder. But uh, yeah, and and that's actually one of the things I was mentioning earlier about Shadowbringers that I'm kind of uh, curious to see what they do with the game. Up until this point, we've been the Warrior of Light. We're saving the world. But uh, they announced, um, at least at the the American um, Fan Fest, that uh, we might be becoming the Warrior of Darkness. Oh, yes. okay. Well, that's a, that's in that trailer that I uh, said ever, that I I linked in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, you know, I, I said. That was the big thing there. Um, everyone, go watch the trailer. The trailer is just pl- just plain fun. You don't yes. have to know anything. For the, those of us who play the game, there's a lot of uh, nuggets in there that say that you know make you go, oh, you know, every yeah. time you see that. But <laughs> yeah. um, for you know, for the people who are not uh, who are not don't know you know the the plot points or anything else, there, it's just a cool looking trailer and a cool sounding trailer. Yep. They do a really good job with their music. Um, their their head music guy is just amazing, and he's pretty kooky and fun to watch um, in social media too. Yeah, he's he, he's like a, a like a like a very thin brower. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. <laughs> All right. All right. Now, so again, hop on down to the Discord, or we'd love to see in game. Um, and on that note. I turn the show over to you. All right. Okay. Let's get back to normal world. <laughs> is there such a thing? No. Uh, normal just a setting on the washing machine. Exactly. Yeah. Or the dishwasher. All righty. So let's. I am. Practice. I am not normal. I have no nope. normal setting. No. No. Nope. No. You're weird, but sometimes delicate. Oh wait. Are that might be me. <laughs> <laughs> going to delicate. Never mind. <laughs> All right. On that note, let's close up the show because that is our show for tonight. While the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank Abavan for joining us and availing us of his knowledge. Thank you, Abavan. Uh, don't forget that for the show, um, the AE podcast stream this oh. week, they are doing the stuff in um, Lotor. L- yes. L- yep. So uh, have a look to see what they're up to. All right. And if you have questions or comments about our show, you can email us at podcast at AIE-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Mew is at the Mew Cow. McCullough is at Cyberwave. And I am at Ivory Tiger. We record the show live with video every other Sunday normally, at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us at our website, AIE-guild.org. And our Discord server for chat is bit.ly slash AIE Podcast Discord. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play all the great AIE segments uh, that we received this week from our wonderful AIE Guild members, including Ask Bus. Ask Buxley from, of course, Ask Bus. Wow, I can't speak today. I can't from say Buxley. it either. I mix it up every wow. time. I raid Ask with the guy. I can't say his name. Buxley. <laughs> wow. Yes. From at Just... Ask 
Wow. (laughs) Just think of Buxom Buxley. There you go. (laughs) From at Ask Buxley. There you go. And overly dramatic news from Hans the Wind. And next time we'll hopefully be talking with Dan Kenya and whoever else she drags with her about ESO. I want to say Kajit has done nothing. Kajit is innocent of this crime. <laughs> so yes. until then, AIE, this is Bukow. This is Ted Semi. This is Makala. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Portions of Buxley have been pre-recorded. Buxley here to answer your World of Warcraft questions in this edition of Ask Buxley. This question is about time. Dear Buxley, that goblin at the end of your segment is always saying, time is money, friend. Is time actually money? Well, I'll tell you something first. That's the third most popular goblin phrase. The first is, hey, you almost stepped on me, followed closely by, hey, kid, do you want to buy a watch? But I will tell you that the phrase time is money is in general usage in the goblin communities because they use money to tell time. Instead of phrases like, it's 12 o'clock, or it's quarter past four, they use phrases like, you could have earned 12 gold by now, or that quarter has moved past the other four. I know that sounds kind of weird, but it makes sense to them. Goblin trade prince Gallywix is so obsessed with the idea of money and time that he once tried to go back in time to make profit from it. He went so far as to gather up all the PvP arena match statistics from the present day and went back through that portal that opened during Legion with the dream of making a giant casino in the middle of Shatrath. Since he already knew who won the matches, he could go back in time, place bets, and then make a lot of money to build that casino. It would have worked too, except for that human that showed up on that mechanohog going 88 miles an hour and who stole those statistics, all just to save us from the weird goblin future that might have happened. So you can see, goblins are very obsessed with time and money. They think that any moment you're not earning, acquiring, inheriting, collecting, receiving, gathering, or otherwise getting money is time wasted. Thanks for your question! If you'd like to know what I've been up to every day, follow Ask Buxley on Twitter. If you like the segment, please take the time and rate it on iTunes. Hey kid, you want to buy a watch? Haha, <laughs> bet you thought I was going to say time is money, friend. Oh, darn it. Sorcerer Scandal sends seditious scallywag to the stockade. It's the overly dramatic news. I'm Hunts the Wind. If you're plotting to commit treason and overthrow the legitimate government of the kingdom, finding reliable allies is a key step. But just as important is keeping your alliance secret. Sir Geoffrey Ashvane, cousin to Lady Ashvane, learned a hard lesson on that front recently and will be paying a heavy price for it. The young noble over the past few months has been making numerous trips to Drustvar, ostensibly to hunt with members of House Waycrest. But agents of House Prodmore grew suspicious when they inspected his carriage at a customs toll house. They discovered numerous items hidden in a secret compartment with strange sigils and the scent of magic on them. Fearing he was seeking to enlist the aid of occult forces, the Boralis Guard hauled him in for questioning. Sir Geoffrey vociferously proclaimed his innocence and threw accusations back at the guards, saying there were quote-unquote hunting witches that did not exist. Reluctantly, they released him. However, they wisely put him under surveillance, and the next night captured a raven released from his home. The bird had a message strapped to his leg in Geoffrey's handwriting, promising rare spell components in exchange for curses cast against prominent Proudmore family members. So now the disgraced noble sits in prison charged with lying to investigators and conspiring to commit treason. 
once again, the old adage has proven true. When it comes to conspiracy, it's not the crime, it's the coven up. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.